this constant dark conversation with myself of why did you eat that you know you shouldn't have eaten that now you've eaten too much and don't eat that this coming monday you're gonna start the diet you oh know oh my gosh i had this conversation with myself yeah last that's what well, all women do that's the problem we, yeah. we spend our lives on the monday diet hi and welcome back to bake the podcast today on my podcast i speak to food stylist food photographer and health coach melissa dalport It was an interesting and inspiring conversation. We talk all about her food journey and her new book, Whole, Bowl Food for Balance. Hey, and welcome back to Baked the Podcast. Today, we have an awesome guest in studio. Melissa Dalport is with us. The beautiful Melissa is the author of Whole. And I'm sure you guys have seen Whole, her cookbook, which is all over everywhere. Yuppie chef at home, wherever, where, like I'm walking through the waterfront and I see hole everywhere, which is amazing. And then you're also a blogger, a food stylist or a photographer, right? Both. Both. Amazing. Yeah, I work as, I work so as did both. you shoot your, okay, we get into that. And then Melissa is a holistic wellness coach, which is why we, she's here today to teach us how to be healthy, to eat whole foods, to take care of our bodies, our hormones and all of the good stuff. And just to be happy girls and boys. So, Mal, just get straight into it. Tell us first about Hole, because Hole excites me. You know why it excites me? Because the pictures are beautiful. That that was the main goal. The main goal was to make the pictures as beautiful as possible, that when people looked at it, they went, I have to pick that book up. Yeah. So, Hole was photographed, written, styled, designed, recipe developed, everything by myself. Amazing. Um, you are amazing. <laughs> thank you. Um, it was born out of... I think the best place to start would be at the beginning. So the first time I was put on a fad diet, I was 11. Okay. I was put on Atkins. What? Um, My parents, I think, did the best with what they knew and the information they had, as all parents do, you know. Um, So first time I was put on a fad diet, and I do do call Atkins that. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. Um, Was 11, and it sort of set me up for the next 15 years of my life of having a really troubled relationship with food being torn between constantly wanting to be thin okay because that was always the goal as a as a young woman and um you know you know what it's like with the media the pressure society schools you know uh just constantly were you in all girls school i wasn't but i did go to high school in durban which there was a lot of pressure to be able to go to the beach on the weekends with the surf teams yeah you know you're constantly living on the beach so you you're constantly in a swimsuit so it just set me up and I developed a really difficult relationship with food, one where I was constantly beating myself up for what I ate or constantly restricting, you can't have the carbs, you mustn't eat that, that's yes. bad, you know, and, and it put me into a very dark place. And then as my career had it, it moved into food, which wow. pushed me into an even darker place because then I developed this anxiety of I'm constantly being invited to these amazing restaurants. I mean, Cape Town has some of the most beautiful restaurants so and amazing chefs. So you moved to Cape Town now at this yeah, stage? Yeah, so at this stage, I, I was already living in Cape Town. I was actually trying to be a fashion photographer. Oh. Um, yeah, my, my background with my photography is actually I'm a qualified makeup artist and photographer. Whoa. So I was in the fashion Jack industry and yeah, just trying to make my career work there freelance and it wasn't really working. And the fashion industry is toxic when it comes to body and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and I mean that didn't help either. And then I ended up um, doing MasterChef South Africa the last season that 
that aired had like my three seconds of fame and afterwards I was just like what am I going to do I should why don't I shoot food you know and mm. I started shooting food and it just worked it just clicked um I love it it loved me back people loved what I was doing so it just it really worked so that that pushed my career into food but then I was still stuck with this really broken relationship with food which and was really difficult and how old really were you at difficult. this stage after MasterChef and uh, getting into food photography 20 25 26 okay so mid 20s so you were still struggling almost yeah, over badly. 10 years with the with a food relationship yeah yeah definitely and it was this constant dark conversation with myself of why did you eat that you know you shouldn't have eaten that now you've eaten too much and don't eat that this coming monday you're gonna start the diet you oh know oh my gosh i had this conversation with myself yeah last night. well all women do that's the problem we, yeah. we spend our lives on the monday diet you know what i what yes the monday that's diet. literally what and we then do on sunday we eat extra because on monday we're gonna, we're gonna start, start the again. diet yeah. and we're gonna restrict ourselves i start like Thinking about liposuction and chicorelli injections and yeah, all the like literally we're going stuff. to we're going to that place where how can we get ourselves to be thin? Yes, and the problem is, and this is so, I, you know, before I digress, we so I moved into a food career, really dark place of constantly working with it, being asked to come to these restaurants, but constantly beating myself up for what I was eating and how I was eating it and I wasn't eating enough and. And then one day, as my life would have it, one of my close friends um, is a health coach. And we started, you know, just having conversations around the table. And I just had like this penny drop where I was like, hang on, thin and healthy are not the same thing. Yes. And if you get healthy, your body will be in balanced weight. Because a healthy body isn't overweight. Yes, and oh, it's such powerful. a it's such a logical thing when you say it out loud. Yeah, but yet intrinsically, it was something I completely it's didn't get. It's almost something that you have to, you know, develop this like mantra, yeah. which I find now with my struggles with my personal image and how I feel about myself. I have to tell myself that my thinking is not okay. Yeah, you have to stand up to the bully in your head. Yes, because that's how it works. That's how we break the cycle, especially for women. You know, to actually. The minute that bully comes in of, ah, oh, look at your stomach, look at your mm. thighs. You need That's lipo, not good you need enough. Ju- injections, this is, yeah, you need this. You actually have to say to yourself, stop. Yeah. You, bully, can actually take a back seat. I've got this. Yeah. I'm rocking my life. I'm a mum. I'm a tiger. I'm a boss lady. Like, I'm doing this. So you, bully, right now can actually have a seat. Yeah. And, yeah, so I, I developed this, like, conversation with myself and my health and wellness through these conversations with with my friend and and started realizing i need to get healthy yeah because i want to i want to be around for a while i want to yeah. be able to i mean personally i don't want children but i want to be able to see my 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 friends kids grow up yes. and i want to be able to to grow old and not get old yes you know because there's a difference and what is the difference between getting old and growing old to I you i think the the, the main difference for me is to be able to function within my body okay. and be able to show up physically, energetically yes. in my life. Yes. You know, I don't want to be type 1 diabetes or, or crippled or not able to walk because I'm unfit and unhealthy or chase the children or get up out of bed and tie my shoelaces. And I don't want to fight with my body. Yes. And I realized, I think my point break was, you know, only when you are uncomfortable enough will you shift. 
Yes. Nobody I shifts. I 100% agree with yeah, that. Nobody shifts from a point of comfortability where they go, you know what, life's great. I'm not, I'm going to change at all. Yeah. You know, and I got to the point of being so uncomfortable emotionally and physically within my body that I just decided this is it. I need to, I need to find out how I can do this. And the more research I started doing, it all just came down to what I was putting in my mouth and the physical exercise that I was doing. So I committed to at the beginning of this journey, which is 20 kilograms heavier than what I am now. Okay the beginning of this journey, it was just move your body for an hour a day, okay. whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to be this hectic gym routine and like being there at 6 a.m. and yeah. like pushing and pushing and pushing. It I could also just feel be, there's that fad fitness as well, mm. where you like get into this mode of killing it in the gym or killing it on the road or killing it on the mountain. And then a few weeks on the line, you're so exhausted from killing it that you just don't want to move anymore. Yeah, exactly. You're literally like, I'm and just it, done. And it bounces from one extreme to the other. Yes. It's the no carbs or the carbs. It's mm. all the gym, it's the no gym. And I just, I took the approach of gentle love and support, which is such a weird thing because, you know, you think like, oh, you, you know, I want to budge. And I would be lying if I said my journey didn't start with wanting to lose the weight. Of course I wanted to lose the yeah. weight. I was uncomfortable in my skin. But I realized that the way I had been doing it my whole life, it wasn't working. Yeah. And the definition of insanity is to repeat what doesn't work. Yeah. So why keep doing that? So I just decided I need gentle love and support for myself. Of so what were you doing, Mal? Were you, were you just going from diet to diet? Yeah, just diet to diet. I mean, Aisha, I've done Atkins, Banting, Shurslim, Wayless, Slender Wonder, Dukan. I did uh, the speed pills in my 20s. I did the injections in my 20s. Whoa. I did everything. Like, I've done it. Whoa. If there's a diet book or, you know, a, a diet theory, the keto, the paleo, the this, the that, like, if there's a diet theory, I've probably tried it. And it worked. I lost the weight, but then it didn't. Yeah. Because you put the weight back. back on. Yes. Because it's not with balance and it's not with a loving approach. It's with this extreme of you either doing this, like cutting the carbs, which is then related with your succeeding, applaud yourself, good. Mm. Or you ate the pizza, you're a stuff up, you're failing, yeah. you're not doing it right, don't go exercise, you're off the bandwagon, binge eat. Yeah. So it was these extremes and and that's where I hit the point where I was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore because I'm only at the time, call it I'd say my big awakening was around twenty eight. Yeah. Where I was just like, sure, twenty eight years old, if I live to be eighty, I'm not good with math. That's the one thing I'm not good with, but Samia, that's a you, long time. Producer Samia, are you good at math? 62 years. That's, that, 52. Oh, so that's, that's 52 years left yeah. of this conversation with myself. Hypo mm -hmm. was my response. I was just like, I can't do this. I was yeah. like, I'm done. So I just, yeah, like I said, I started doing the research um, around food and, and wellness and had my friend in my life that was you know speaking to me about health and wellness and when I had that penny drop that being skinny and being healthy aren't the same thing let me focus on health yeah. let me focus on my hormones let me focus on my blood sugar levels let me focus on my pancreas functioning and my liver being not loaded so in detox so let's go to that all the stuff that you're saying now sounds to me like whoa 
So, and I'm sure some of the listeners are saying, oh, I don't know what a pancreas is. Let me just exit. Yeah. So <laughs> let, let me panic now. <laughs> yes. So where did you start? What was your, your actual starting point of getting to know the function of your body and then eating to function well? The, the starting point was real whole food. Okay. If it comes from a plant, don't eat it. Okay. If it's made by a plant, eat it. Okay, explain. Does what that is the dish? What so, is the dish I'm eating? So, so this is now, you know, you, you're buying things that are in packets. You're yeah. buying things that are wrapped in, covered by, and, you know, pushed into these containers and contain chemicals. Yeah. And we've been so concerned with counting calories when I think we should be counting chemicals. Okay, agree. Yes. Agreed. Wow. A hundred percent. So for me, it started... The inception of this journey started with real whole food. If God made it, whatever your God is, yeah. if, if it was made by Mother Nature, eat it. Yes. If it was made by man in a factory, in a plant, yeah. don't eat it. So I, I took it back to basics, actually. Yes. Just a gentle, loving approach of, you know what? Stop this anxiety around food. Food is not the enemy and nor is your body. Mm. And the problem is, is, especially as women, that we've been trained to see it as such yes food's not the enemy food is actually this beautiful thing that fills you it gives you energy it feeds your child yeah it helps you be there for for your family for your work it i mean it, it it's impeccable what food yeah. can actually do for it's your body magic. it's magic and when i flipped my thinking on it i was like hang on I've been fighting the wrong war here. Yeah. You know? So it started with whole real food eating and it started with moving my body an hour a day in a gentle, loving way. What that looked like for me at the time was walking on the promenade. Okay. It was that, it was that simple. My, my biggest key to my success in getting healthy was walking an hour a day. Just but walking. walking by the ocean is very powerful, eh? Yeah. I mean, the, all the negative nature. ions that are coming from the ocean and giving you this positive vibe. Like, I love walking by the sea. And I know a lot of our listeners probably don't have that advantage, but walking outside, Anywhere even just in, in your complex or wherever you are, is so powerful. It is. It's incredibly grounding. Yes. It's, it's grounding. Incre- it's grounding. That's and, what that's, it is. and that's what. It is your mind. Uh, yeah, and I think that that's what's missing in today's society with how busy and manic we yes. get. And it's there's this busy culture, right? We're like, yeah. oh, the more busy you are, the better you are at life. Mm. Like people always tell me like, oh, the killing it, girl. Of You're busy. so busy. And I'm like, uh, am I really killing it? I'm doing too much. I need to chill out. I need to ask for help. Like I'm not doing that. So. And often with a lot of my clients as, as a health coach, the success to actually losing the weight is not what you're putting in your mouth. It's the stress. I mean, we'll get to that. So. Yeah. Before I, I don't want to overwhelm everybody. <laughs> let's, let's let's address the pancreas. So, 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 the, so the journey started with whole real food and moving my body an hour a day. Then, I started um, realizing that eating mindfully is something that was missing from my life and is missing in today's society. So, what is mindful eating? So, mindful eating is connecting with your food. And connecting with your body at the time that you're eating the food. Okay. So, you know, we grab our food, we rush into the car. While you're driving, you're eating the sandwich, you get out, you're running here, you're running there. You haven't even had a second to taste your food, to chew your food. You know, when you chew your food, 
you send signals to your brain that send signals to your stomach to say, fire up the digestive system. We're getting ready to receive food so that you actually digest your food because there's a difference between assimilating nutrients into mm. the body and digesting your food. You could be eating, but if you're not eating correctly, your body's not getting the nutrients that it needs, which means it's starving, which yes. means the cortisol, which is your stress hormone, gets elevated in the body. Cortisol makes you hold on to weight. Yes. That's so, a lot of what new moms go through when they've just given exactly. birth, is that you you end up stress eating or the opposite, you don't eat at all. Exactly. Um, and then the cortisol just lifts up and you can't lose the weight. I mean, a lot of moms that I spoke to would say, I don't understand, I'm so busy, I don't even have time to eat, but I can't lose the weight. And then uh, one of my friends who's an ER doctor told me about cortisol and mm. she was like, this is why you can't lose the weight. It's you're so stressed, your body's in panic mode, it's grabbing every and anything that you're putting in. And exactly, it's going it to hold on to everything because, so cortisol is, as a stress hormone, you know, I don't want to say anciently speaking, but, you know, back in the day, if you, where we weren't protected in, in, in houses, if you were in the wild and a lion came chasing after you, your cortisol, your epinephrine, your adrenaline would spike. Yes. That digs into your glucose, allows you to run fast away from whatever you need to, to safety. Yes. The problem is in today's society is that you're running to the car, you're running from school, you're getting the kids, you're doing this, you're going there, you've got that meeting, you've got this. We live such stressful lives that we, we actually have a constant high of cortisol and epinephrine. Okay. So, you know, you, you look at like some of my clients, they, you know, oh, I want to lose weight. And I'm like, great. How's, how's your office job? How stressful is work? And they're yeah. like, but I'm not eating any carbs. I'm yeah. like, but carbs are the least of your concern, actually. Yeah. My husband always tells me this. He always says to me, because he's way healthier than I am, I think because he's an athlete, he'll always say to me, you, I'd be like, oh, I feel so shit, I don't understand. And then he's like, you haven't eaten. You're not mm. eating. Because I get stressed. I either, so when I'm stressed, I don't eat healthy food. I eat anything that's like got a little bit of calories that's going to give me like a spike of energy so I can keep going. Mm. And then like by the end of the night, I feel awful. I've got a headache. I don't understand what's going on. Like, why am I feeling so sick? And then he tells me like, what did you eat today? And I'm like, oh, well, I had a croissant and then I had a coffee and then I had a matcha and then I had a scone. So it's like anything that's processed that I can just chuck into my mouth. And also, but I mean, you know, again we are neurologically hardwired to go for quick access energy food yeah. above long distance energy food. So, for example, if a lion is chasing you, your body accesses its glucose. The minute it accesses its glucose, it has the energy to run. Yeah. It's not going to go into your fat storage because your fat is a low, slow-burning energy. That's why walking is so good for fat burning because it's low, slow energy. So if you are leading a stressful lifestyle and you're reaching for the scone and then afterwards going, oh, why did I eat the scone? I know better than that. You know, I know it's like not good for me. It's white processed flour and I had it with jam, which is sugar. Mm. You're... You, you're fighting your neuro pathways on how you are wired as a human being. So addressing the scun is addressing the symptom. What yeah. is the cause? The cause is the stress and the stress management. And that's how I work as a holistic health coach is understanding 
that we're multifaceted beings, not just you must be thin. Yes. I mean, you so must you be thin. Does it, is not. Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> this exactly. is the stuff that goes on in my head. Yesterday, Sami, producer Sami, came over. We were recording, and he brought some cheeky snacks. Yeah, as guys tend to do because they have faster metabolisms. Yes, and I had said it, he's like, I just like snacks. Yeah. I live for snacks. I love snacks. I'm about and that then snack life. I had snacks, and then uh, woke up, and I was super hungry this morning, and then I was confused as to why. If I ate all this stuff last night, why am I hungry? Mm. And then my first thought was, I hate my stomach. I need liposuction. Oh, maybe I should Google chicory injections and see where I can get them because then my fat will burn faster and then I can go on eating the cheeky snacks I was eating. Not considering that I'm hungry because I haven't eaten actual food. There's no nutrients in those yes, foods. Yes, so my body's like, yeah, the, Starving. the pudding was yummy, but I want food now. Yeah. So, I, yeah, then I ate a meal. But, I mean, that's the conversation I have with myself. And then mm. when I go on Instagram and I see all these, like, beautiful Instagram baddies – with their like abs and cute haircuts. I'm like, oh, if only I could just do the lipo, then I would also have abs. Yeah. And it's just like that conversation for me is so toxic and I know it. And I'm so glad I don't have a daughter because I'm not ready for one. Because I yeah. need to have the conversation with the daughter inside of me, which is like... Well, that's exactly it. Yes. And it? this is why I wanted to Nurturing have this conversation our, online our inner selves. Yes. And actually loving ourselves. And that's where it begins, you know. Being healthy is the ultimate act of self-love. Yeah. And for me, I definitely wasn't ready for it until, you know, only when the, when the, when the student is ready does the master appear. Yeah. That's what they say. And for me, when I started Whole, Bowl Food for Balance, I, I realized, like, I want to be able to have my cake and eat it. Yes. How do I do that? Okay, cool. Let's look at the food that you're eating. What is it made up of? Is it made up of chemicals and come from a packet? Or is it actually a complex carbohydrate, high fat in terms of healthy fats like avocados, nuts, seeds? Is it, uh, you know, dark leafy greens, high in calcium, high in magnesium, can prevent sugar cravings, really good for IBS treatments, really good for digestive systems? Like, oh my God, food can do all this? Cool, let me eat that. And, um, yeah, when I started eating it and started seeing the, the outcome of how I was feeling energetically, emotionally, uh, like you say, you know, you wake up or go to bed, you've got a headache. Like, if I get a headache now, it literally, I can go, okay, why do I have a headache? I've got a headache because today I didn't drink enough water. Cool. Mm. How do I solve that problem? Drink enough water. It doesn't need to go into that beating yourself up yes. into that dark place of you're not good enough. Why did you do that? You know, the body naturally wants to function. Like when I started this journey, I had this realization of your body has never skipped a heartbeat. Wow. It maintains 37 degrees centigrade every day. Wow. wow. Like your body produced a child. Wow. Wow. I can't believe it birthed a child too. Birthed a child. That was it. And it bounced back from birthing yeah. a child. And I can't believe it's, it. It's it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. If you actually give it the miracle second that it deserves. Yeah. And then I was just like, wow, if I nourish my body correctly and I get out the way with this this head of mine of 
Ethan society, yeah. you know, that, that nastiness, the, the self-love work that was needed. If you get out the way, your body actually knows better than you do. Yeah. You just have to learn how to listen to it. So, so how do we listen to our bodies? Where, where do I get the headphones to listen to my body? So the headphones to listen to the body, is it, it's challenging yeah. because it takes commitment. And that's why I say it's the ultimate act of self-love. When I decided to go on this journey, I said, right, I'm cleaning this slate. Mm. I'm taking this life of mine with this blackboard with all these scribbles and equations and opinions and comments on it that had just been completely filled. And I said, right, I need to, I need to clear the slate. How am I going to do that? For me, it was cutting out for the better part with an 80-20 rule of love and acceptance and not judgment, which takes practice. Yeah. I cut out dairy, caffeine, alcohol, sugar, gluten, and focused on bringing in whole grains, dark leafy greens, vegetables. I do eat meat when I feel for it. Yeah. I don't um, subscribe to any form of uh, vegan vegetarian I, i'm flexitarian i listen to my body so what i did was i, I love that flexitarian mm, yeah I, listen I to your body flexitarian. yeah exactly it, it, it's, it's also a lot less pressure on the or, you know statements once you say you're vegan you can't go back you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> my friend um, and i have this joke that we we say that we're vegan but then we eat other stuff because we're like, it's so cool to be vegan. Like, can't we just be vegan yeah, and exactly. still eat meat? <laughs> you know, like a, a vegan on the slide. Yeah. So I did that. I cleaned my slate by removing these foods that through my research had showed me that they are, you know, the reality is, whether we like it or not. Dairy, for example, mass production and free range do not go hand in hand. Yeah. It's not an option. That's, that's the fact, you know. So when I started doing that research and going, okay, cool. So now we're mass producing dairy. Again, this is a fact, whether we like it or not. A cow can only have milk if it's pregnant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a cow can only be pregnant for a certain amount of time out of the year. That's not good for budget or profit. Mm. So how do we keep the cow pregnant? We artificially inseminate it. <gasps> oh my God. Ugh. So that, that's the fact. That's the fact. They maintain the cow pregnant so that they can get dairy because dairy makes money. That's how a dairy farmer works. Okay. Now, my question came in. If you are drinking something that has a hormone in that can keep a 200 kilogram heifer pregnant, what is it doing to your hormonal system? Whoa. Whoa. Mind blown. Mind blown, right? Mind so blown. So my journey started even deeper. At the time that I started Whole Bowl Food for Balance, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome when I was 17. What that means is that I don't, it's, it's shortened into PCOS. I don't ovulate correctly every month, which means irregular periods if I get one at all. Okay. So missing cycle, uh, male pattern hair growth, acne, weight gain, early onset diabetes, high risk, high risk for ovarian cancer. This is the prognosis when I was 17 sitting in a gynae's office, yeah. which, was, which was, I was mortified, but told to be on oral contraceptive, and that's okay. the solution. 
So which contraceptive were you on at that time? Oh, they put me on Melodine at the time. And then okay. later on, I moved on to Yaz. Okay, yeah. But then when I started my food research, I also started understanding that we are, as women, the largest large scale, largest of large scale science experiment with oral contraceptive. Oral because the long-term studies haven't been done. You know that... Or are only coming out now. We often feel broken as women. Mm. I mean, you have like low libido and then you're like, what's wrong with me? And you, for some reason, women never think of the contraceptive. It's like... Or the stress or the... Yeah. Or the other stuff that like... It's so multifaceted. I, my hands used to shake... And then I used to get these tremors. And then eventually I discovered it was for my contraceptive. And that guy needs to me to give it three months. It will stop. But this, like, but how this scary is, is but that? But this is what's so I'm scary. I was told the same thing. I used I'm to get scared so, to get off it. I used to get so nauseous. And then the guy was like, give it three months. Yes. Morning, I have yet, I have morning I have sickness yet to meet a woman that was told, go on oral contraceptive. And they go, oh my God, yes, please. Yeah. I totally want that. Every single woman that I've met, intuition goes, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I've got to I take hate taking this. it. I still, I'm you still hate on it. I hate it. taking Nobody it. Every day when I take it, I'm like... 100%. So I, I was on that same path. I hated taking my pill. I hated the fact that my body was, inverted commas, broken. Yeah. Why did I not get to function? You know, I had friends that weren't on oral contraceptive that got their period every month. Why did I have to be broken? Mm. So when I started this this food journey of getting healthy, it was, it was so, like... I was so deeply unhappy mm. between the relationship with myself, my relationship with my food, not being thin, feeling broken, not getting my menstrual cycle. It was just such a mess. Yeah. And that's and that that's why I say I was so uncomfortable that I had to change. Yeah. And when I started the change and, and, and started looking to real whole food and trying to find balance in my life, um, that's when I started doing the research. And like I say, when it came to dairy, the facts are there. You know, whether we, like I say, whether I like it or not, yes. I, I do. Do I still eat dairy? 110%. But that's the reality of the choice that I'm making. Mm. So I couldn't sit there and be like, oh, so that's I don't get a normal, exactly. I don't get a normal period eating dairy, eating dairy, eating dairy. Yeah. When that dairy has a hormone and that can keep a cow pregnant, so what is that doing yeah. to my hormonal balance totally so, shaking you up and making you maybe semi-pregnant phantom pregnancies well symptoms. i mean now I mean, now knows? the studies are coming out with the men in africa that are developing breast tissue from dairy what? because of the high levels of estrogen in the dairy yeah. that's the facts you guys can go google it mm. so when i found this out i was like oh oh my word i can't giving up dairy like, is probably the best thing i've ever done i had a little bit yeah. of dairy last night with tea because i was trying to be a rock star Mm. I felt like I was going to die. The you see, but in that moment... The on my stomach, it was like... You see, I felt in that like moment, your body is crazy. speaking to you. Yeah. You are hearing it. You've got the headphones. Yay! You've got the headphones because you're feeling it. So what I decided to do was just clear the slate. I cut out, like I said, dairy, caffeine, alcohol, sugar, gluten, and did it with an 80-20 approach. I mean, mm. if I was out and somebody gave me a pizza slice, I wasn't like, oh my God, please don't. I'm on a <laughs> diet. Whip out my little Tupperware with my salad. Like, no, I ate the pizza slice yeah. and moved on with my life. But that, I love the 80-20 rule. But it's the, the best 80, thing that ever happened to me. is everything. Yeah. It is everything because you know what? Should, we, go, should, we, should we break down the 80-20 rule for those who do not know? Yeah, let's talk about the 80-20 rule. So the 80-20 rule is 80% of the time you get it right. 
you put in the effort, you put in the work, you put in the self-love to say, you know what, I am going to pre-prepare my lunch and make myself a delicious salad and you know, cook myself a really good dinner and have a healthy, refined, sugar-free, dairy-free, beautiful smoothie for breakfast with some fresh fruits that are high in antioxidants. Yes, I'm going to do that. But you know what? This coming Saturday, it's my best friend's birthday. We're definitely getting a cake. We're definitely having champagne. And I am most definitely going to add a salsa pizza to that. Why? Because I'm living. Yes. Because I'm alive. And I'm not hating myself for it. And I'm not hating myself for it. That's the beauty of 8020. I love it. it. My cousin. And get over it. My cousin's my personal trainer at Fit Girl ZA, by the way. She taught me the 8020 rule when she helped me through my postnatal depression. She just said to me, come to the gym, do one session with me, and then let's talk after. Mm. And I literally almost broke down into tears with my big cousin because I was like, I hate my body. I hate the way I look. I hate the way I eat. I hate everything. And she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Mm-hmm. What don't you like about? I'm like I eat this and I eat that. She's like, okay, why don't hate your food? Did you die? Yeah, she's like eighty twenty. That's your twenty. Move on. Yeah, get over Be it. Be happy. This is life. Like live your life. Your sister got engaged. You had a couple of pies. Whatever. So Not what? The end of the world. Yeah, exactly. You had some cake. You celebrated did, with. Did people. the samosa kill you? No, it no, didn't. it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. And then I learned to not hate food. Mm. And that's still a journey I'm going on because I still have this constant battle. It's not the enemy. Yeah. It's not the enemy. And you know what? Almond milk is delicious. Yeah. I'm sorry, it is. It really is. It's delicious. It really is. I can't I add mean, dairy. It's too creamy now. Rude Health. <gasps> Rude Health is I'm ultimate. like, I live for it. No, I live for it. I can intervene us? <laughs> <laughs> even me, even me. Please send us some milk. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. And that 80-20, when I, when I had that approach and I said to myself, right, soften up on yourself. Stop it. Yeah. You know what, you, you know, Nikita said to me the one day, my friend that's the health coach, she said to me, you know, Mel, your body hears everything that you say. Your body is the only thing that hears everything that you say. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my word, the things that you're I trolling say your to own myself, body. Yeah. you're literally trolling on yourself. Yeah, you're your you, own you hater. Hate it, yeah, you're hating on yourself so hard over a freaking samosa. Yeah perspective there's, yeah. di- there's dying children in syria yes that's perspective yes and i was like okay enough like i just yeah like i said I, I, I just hit this wall where i was like i can't do this i'm gonna try this loving yourself approach because the hating myself hasn't worked for 28 years yeah so i'm gonna try the other side of it and so um, like let's let's dial it back guys and mm. just say i mean it's so simple the, what you've said now is so simple you're saying 80 20 and it's moving an hour every day. That's Just it. moving. You can dance in your living room. You can go for a walk. I you mean, can take that's your dog for a walk. You yes. can walk around the block at lunchtime. Run around you know? with your kids. And even if you can't do an hour, do 20 minutes. Yeah. But move your body because your body deserves that. You deserve to move, you know. You hear about these people, oh, I suffer such bad backache. Oh, I sit in front of the computer every day. Oh, it's so hard. My neck is so sore. Okay, cool. What do you do to strengthen and support your muscles that are holding up your spine? Yeah. That are, that's holding up your entire body. Oh, nothing. Yeah. Well... There's only so much your body can do. Yeah. Throw it a freaking bone, you know. Support it because it's supporting you. And it's never skipping a heartbeat. It's maintaining all these things. It's doing so much for you. Yeah. What are you doing What for are you it? doing to give back to your body? Exactly. And I think the thing that like really changed my life is when my cousin introduced me to a jump rope. Yes. Oh, my, <laughs> oh God. my God. Best cardio Life ever. Game changer. You know why? <laughs> I only do like 10 in the beginning. I know. 
And the best thing about jump rope is you can take it with you everywhere. You can do it at home. Like when my son's sleeping, I can just jump and watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's yeah. amazing. It's literally. And, and it's, it's, not, exercise. it's not expensive. Yeah. It's, but that's it's the co- thing. It's so cheap. Take a lot. Delivers it for free. Like if you just choose the late delivery thing. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I and accept. It changed my life. And I think, you know, a lot of people travel. They're like, oh, you know, but I'm in the office. And then I have to sit in an hour traffic. I think that a great way to do this is to keep your jump rope in your bag and then don't sit in the traffic and rather like jump for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And, even, and even if it's five, water. it's five minutes more than what you were doing. Yes. And that was the approach that I had with myself is that, oh, you know, you can't do this today. You failed. Hang on. Wait. You could literally get up right now and do 10 du- jumping jacks. Mm. It's 10 jumping jacks more than you would have done on any other day and it's that commitment it's that commitment to breaking the past habits and rewiring your brain a different way and that was where I found myself eating whole real foods moving my body and then yeah of course I got to the point where I I wanted to share it with the world and that's how the cookbook was born because did you think about when you were on this journey was it were you getting on the scale or were you just living no my commitment to myself was I took the batteries out of my scale and I I threw them away (laughs) and now I don't even own a scale and I will never own a scale again. You are not defined by the number on a scale. It is so, you know, I think about women because I'm I'm a little bit of a feminist. eh? I'm not going to lie. I'm a large bit of a feminist. (laughs) Amen. I think about women and I think we are the reason there's life on this earth. Yeah. Okay. That's just a fact. (laughs) Like we birth children yeah we raise children we we support we cook we run around we kill it at our jobs we we do such phenomenal things as women we are lovers wives mothers i mean the list is endless yeah yet we put everything on one dimension bethan yes what it's, what? It's so crazy. It's so crazy. And we're so hardwired to think that way. Yeah, and, and we've been raised in a society that thinks that way because the mom unconsciously stands in front of the mirror and goes, does my butt look big in this? Yeah. And then the little three-year-old on the bed turns to her butt and goes, can a butt look big? Yeah. And in that moment, it's done. It's done. And that, you know, for me, it just this journey, which has been two years now in the making, in, or, or probably closer to three now, after I wrote Hole, was just, you're so much better than just needing to be thin. You are so much stronger, so much fiercer, so much prouder. Why are you putting everything on being thin? So tell us about the the moment after you'd started this journey and then you started to feel good again, you know, your hormones started to balance out. You maybe you went off the pill, am I right? Yeah, yes. I did. So tell us about the happy, sort of happy ending or the happy beginning. So, Let's so, put it that way. So the happy ending was I wrote whole bowl food for balance. It published and it it changed my life because whole showed me you can have your cake and eat it. And quite literally, there's a cake in there that's completely okay, guilt amazing, free. Amazing. Um. So whole changed my life because I realized that food isn't the enemy, nor is my body. I can eat this food. It's good food. It's nutrient-dense food. Okay, cool. Food is then under control. So now what? Now begins the deeper healing and the deeper self-work. Like I said, I had PCOS, and through this journey of really committing to my health and learning that you can 
balance your hormones through food, I then undertook that journey. I detoxed my life. Um, I don't use products that have heavy chemicals in it. And again, for the better part, you know, I don't want everybody to go out and throw out like all their their product. But I started using crystal deodorants. I, um, you know, I use uh, skincare products that are cruelty-free, chemical-free, uh, paraben and, and sulfur-free and all these, these nasties. So what kind of brands do you use on your skin? And, oh, my and where do you get those crystals? The yeah. crystals, you can get them from Wellness Warehouse. Wellness okay. Warehouse is a phenomenal place to start to go and look at uh, uh, you know, just the products that you're using because anything you put on your skin is absorbed into your blood within three minutes. Whoa. Mm. It's quite scary. So you're putting creams on these creams have chemicals. What are those chemicals doing to your endocrine system? So your endocrine system is what balances your hormones. Okay. So when I started, when weight came under control, um, I realized like I wanted more. Mm. I wanted deeper healing because I wanted to come off the pill. Um, so I started learning about what are endocrine disruptors. Okay. So endocrine disruptors are things that come into your system that stop your hormones from functioning. Okay. A lot of women that experience endometriosis, PCOS, uh, fibroidic cysts, acne, uh, these are all symptoms of hormone imbalance. And cleaning up your diet, 110% is the first starting point. But, you know, you could eat a clean diet, but using intense chemicals on your skin yeah it's going into your body it's trying your liver's trying to process it and it's throwing your hormones so crazy so what do you use to moisturize your skin like after shower i've gotten oh i've gotten so into body oils guys it's a thing (laughs) okay it is a thing it's my jam i love a lather i do love a lather so um body oils i what's your favorite body oil oh essie essie is my favorite skin product through and through like I'm Where can obsessed. So Essie is actually, as far as I understand, they're a local brand. They're actually from KwaZulu Natal. Oh wow, Richmond. Your hometown. Yeah, your the the, the product is endorsed by Peter. They're cruelty free. They are vegan. They're chemical free, but they feel it feels like silk. Oh, wow. And they work on the premises of probiotic skincare. Okay. So probiotic, cool. obviously, through this journey, uh, healed my gut. So I take a daily probiotic. I eat uh, prebiotic and probiotic-rich foods such as kimchi, sauerkraut, adding those things into my diet. So I healed my bacterial balance from the inside out, out. Okay. and then started working from the outside in and came across the skincare product that um, has probiotics in it. So started using them and the noted difference on my skin has been frightful to the point yeah, you that... You have really if beautiful no- skin. I can't believe you had acne. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I had... So I, I mean, I got knocked down really badly with acne about... So, so thin was ticked because that was a side effect of getting healthy. And then I took myself off the pull. That was ticked and I was cruising and I felt like a rock star. I was like, oh, I've got this, you know, I've got mm. this health system waxed now. And about four or five months after coming off the pill, I just got hit with the worst hormonal acne. It's yeah. actually, if you go to my Instagram, it's on the highlight reel. Okay. Where I talk about it a bit and more in depth. what's your Instagram? Uh, Truffle Journal. At Truffle Journal. At Truffle Journal. Cool. So guys, go check out the acne pictures. <laughs> yeah, go, you, can, you can literally see the journey and... Uh, it, it just knocked me because 
it, it is. I mean, I would be lying if I said your face is it's how I present myself to the world. Yeah. I'm very, very, uh, uh, that's very important to me. Yes. And it was a huge emotional knock to all of a sudden get this acne and be like, but, but I'm doing everything right. Yes. And then I realized, hang on, am I? Like on that deeper level, what's going on with your skincare products? Mm. So I moved across to Essie, changed my life. I swear by them. They are brilliant. Um, and this is not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. But they are, they well, they are totally brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> you're, should. <laughs> you're great ambassadors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm obsessed with them. So they now really you're using are. crystals as deodorant? Crystal I use deodorant. chemical-free skin products. Um, I have what do you use to wash your hair? I was just about to say that I've yet to find a natural shampoo. So guys, if you're out there and you find me on Instagram and you're using a good natural shampoo, please send it to me. I haven't found a good natural shampoo yet, I which is like a little bit of a Kourtney challenge. I feel like you and Kourtney Kardashian would be best friends. Yes. <laughs> from, what I, from what I hear. I must admit, she's I into this. Um, she's actually worked on passing the bill for um, to reduce the amount of chemicals that are in yes. skincare products. Because she said when... When she was looking for products for her kids, she was so surprised to find out how many chemicals are in kids' products. And after I'd read that article, I started using um, something I found at Wellness Wears for my son. It's called Himalayan. It's like they've yes. got a whole bunch of baby products. And they smell good. Like, I was really surprised because obviously I grew up on Elizabeth Ann and those kind of yummy smelling Johnson yeah. & Johnson. And then moving over, I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, my baby's not going to smell like a baby. He smells delicious. He smells he delicious. He literally smells like a cupcake. Smells like <laughs> I want to eat him. So the organic um, good stuff that we're using on him now, it's actually really yeah, good. Yeah, there's and wonderful I, I baby brands. There's Pure Organics. There's yeah. uh, Himalaya. Himalaya is also a great product. They've got beautiful creams. They've got good face washes. They, they really are a good brand that is doing work. And they their entry level in terms of budget is wonderful as yes. well. They're not excessively expensive. AC, I must confess, is not cheap. Yeah. But if you're I, able to invest in that, yeah, thing, for me, it's you an investment it. into yeah. myself. You know, at the end of the day, I'd rather have one or two drinks less out or eat one or two suppers out yeah. less and so cook let's at home. Let's talk about that eating out. I love eating out. I'm yeah. a, I'm a huge fan of not cooking my own food. <laughs> <laughs> so. How do you do that? So I know that you are very social and you love to go out with friends and all that kind of thing. What do you do when you eat out and how do you sort of love your truth but still enjoy yourself at a restaurant or at a bar or wherever you go with your friends? So I kind of follow the rule of if I am in the mood to drink, to and no more. Okay. I try to stay um, away from like big sugary I d well, try to. I don't at all. Mm. Uh, sugary mixes is not an option for me. I don't at all drink things like Coca-Cola, Diet Coke, okay. uh, Tabs, uh, Sprites, lemonades, any of that. I think it's garbage. It's poison. It, it does make you sick and I do not believe in it. So okay. that's a no-go for me. Um, I do enjoy a glass or two of red wine. Okay. Very good for you. I think in terms of balance, it's also got some antioxidants in there. So I'll go for a glass or two of red wine. So you're still mindful even when you're having your yeah. um, your twenty percent, you know, consumption exactly. of alcohol when you're going out with friends. Because the mentality shift has to come with if you go out on an eighty twenty, and then you say, oh, "I'm going to treat myself," and you treat yourself to. You know, six beers, three pizzas, a burger, <laughs> and two Cadbury slabs. Mm, is it really a treat? Because your body 
is being poisoned. Yeah. It's going to feel sluggish. It's going to harm your digestive oh system. Oh my God, imagine waking up the next day. Yeah, imagine so like Ill. you wake up the next day from that. That's How not do a you treat. sleep with that tummy? Oh, exactly. I can't even imagine it. Exactly. So for me, the mentality switch was huge to go, okay, what is a treat? A treat for me now, like for example, uh, another local guy that's doing amazing stuff is Thank Goodness Foods at the oh, market. Yeah. We know Obsessed. we have a crush on him yeah, as well. Yeah, we, we do. He's very good looking, very <laughs> have, good looking man. We have a crush on the, the thank goodness yeah. this guy. And he he's just, cute. He, and he's doing such an amazing job at putting sweet, delicious, healthy treats out there. Yeah. That to me is a treat. That to me is an indulgence. I know you indulgence. love the market and you love to have a cheeky yeah, um, good brownie from there yeah those brown because those brownies are i can go to the market i can have a delicious decadent dark chocolate yummy oreo brownie that's refined sugar free it's Amazing. dairy free yes. it's gluten free it's healthy it's no guilt yeah. i literally eat it with zero guilt yeah which is when last have you felt amazing. guilty about eating oh <sighs> Because that's a bit I of a success story I, I want to hear. Yeah, I think that I have to stand in the truth of it is constant work and it is constant practice yeah. and it's constant awareness. What I do before I eat as much and often as possible is I take three deep breaths. Okay. This, so, so earlier we were saying mindful eating. This is what I do. I sit up in my chair. I take three deep breaths. And you guys should try it out there right now if you're listening. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Another deep one. Let it go. Oh, that feels good. It feels good. Just recenters yourself. So I do this. I take three deep breaths before I eat. And I say to myself, I am blessed to know where my next meal is coming from. Beautiful. I am blessed to know that I am not starving, that I have a beautiful home, a roof above my head, a fridge that's fully stocked. Oh, you're making me emotional. Like, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I am I'm blessed and I'm grateful. Yes. I'm grateful for the food that's on my plate and that I get to eat this. I'm going to love myself and nourish myself with what is on my plate. I'm going to chew my food. I'm going to taste the flavor. I'm going to feel the texture. And I'm going to enjoy this plate of food in front of me. I try as much and as often as possible to not be on my cell phone or watching TV okay. while I'm eating. Present. To be present with that plate of food because that plate of food is a gift. There are children in this world that go to school hungry. Yeah, That plate of food is a gift. And then when I eat it, I listen to my body and if my body starts to say, because if you, if you eat slowly, your body will tell you when it's full. Yes. When I start to get full, I stop eating and I say to myself, I do not have to finish this yes. because I am blessed enough to know where my next meal is coming from. Yes. More often than not, if I'm at a restaurant, because I do not believe in food waste, it's, you take a takeaway. I take a takeaway. Yes, I love a takeaway. I love a takeaway, but then I will always give it to the first homeless yeah. person that I see, see because... Yeah, don't I, be I'm blessed always, enough. I always believe in taking the takeaway because otherwise they mm. throw the food away. They throw the food away. The staff aren't allowed to eat the food yeah. for the restaurant's rules. There is no need for food to go into a dustbin in this world. Yeah. It, it, it actually upsets me quite a lot. So I always take my food takeaway. And yeah, and this, with that approach to my food of eat real food that comes 
from the ground or has been raised consciously, if you want to eat meat, stop worrying about a meat-free Monday and worry more about where your meat is coming from. Yes. Go to the local farmer's market. Go to your local butcher. Go to the guy out there that only has five cattle Mm. and only produces – I mean, 10 bottles of milk a week because that is all he can do. But his his cattle are eating grass and then producing milk when they have a baby and he shares the milk with the baby. He doesn't separate the calf so that the calf doesn't get milk and gets sent off for veal because that trauma lives in the meat, lives in the dairy. Yeah, It's just the system is sick and we have the power to vote with our money on supporting the little guy, on supporting local ethical food, whether it's a vegetable, meat, dairy. I just think we, our approach is wrong, you know, and with that approach, that's why you see me every Saturday at the market. At the market, yes. Is it a little bit more expensive? I beg to differ, but some people say so. But you know what? How expensive is it really when it's your health at stake? But this is the thing. What you don't spend now on your health, you're going to spend later fixing it. Yeah. And I tell you, my cousin passed away last year, December, from cervical cancer. At 35, she was dead within a year of being diagnosed. She has two children, seven and nine. And no amount of money that we had and that she had, and that was thrown at her cancer, mm. stopped it. Yeah. So, you know what? If I spend a 500 rand on vegetables, then I spend 500 rand on vegetables. It's You're worth it. You're spending 500 rand on your health. You are, and you are worth it. And that's yeah. why I say being healthy is the ultimate act of self-love. Yes. It really is. It's and so that's beautiful. what it comes down to. That is so beautiful. Oh. I feel so enlightened after having this conversation. <laughs> and I'm so excited, Mel, that you, we're getting emotional in the studio. I'm so excited that you're <laughs> launching your own podcast. So let's quickly talk about that. Yes. And when can we listen to more of you? Because I want to listen to you every day. Yay. <laughs> so the podcast is coming. I am in the stages of um, starting the recordings with the introductions and everything. The podcast is going to be a continuation from whole. Okay. Um, so, of course, my brand is The Truffle Journal. Um, but my cookbook is Whole Bowl Food for Balance. But whole means so much more to me than just whole foods. Yes. Um, if you look at the back of the book, um, I, I share the quote, which is actually in a quote. There's a crack in everything, and that's how the light gets in. And at the back of the bowl is a kintsugi bowl, which is in Japanese culture, when something breaks, they heal it with gold. which is really beautiful when it comes to ceramics. And for me, that's what this journey was, is actually healing myself and going through everything that started with as simple as I need to get thin to I want to be a healthy, functioning, high-frequency human being that can contribute to my life. And And contribute to society. Contribute to to society, exactly. give yourself big ups for doing that because you weren't keeping that to yourself. You shared the journey with all of us who are listening right now and all <laughs> yeah, of you, um, your people buy your book and live by yeah. you know, what you're selling, which is so real and so whole and wholesome. And wholesomeness and the wholesome way of living is like my new journey that I'm trying to go on. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm 28 now and I'm starting that journey in the same sort of year. It's my, my Saturn return year. Saturn return year. Yeah. It's a big one. I'm so, busy exiting. So <laughs> your Saturn going, return What's year. What's Saturn return? <laughs> so Saturn return year is when Saturn has done 29 and a half years rotation from the day that you were born. Yes. So in 
astrology, they say it's the period where you shift gears, where you yes. really dig deep and become a grown-up. You start to know what you're about. You start yeah. to stand in your truth. So um, for those that, that don't believe in astrology, you're going to have to Google. For those that do, that's what a Saturn yeah. return year so is. I, it's my Saturn return year, and I can feel that shift. Yeah. It's so powerful. And like I'm trying mm. to speak to individuals like yourself and listen to you and just gain as much knowledge. So I'm excited about your podcast and I'm going to follow you Yay. closely at Truffle Journal on Instagram. Yes. And you can get whole at any good bookstore, really, at any good bookstore. And then you can get it on Yappy Chef, I saw, which yeah, is great. Yeah, it's with Yappy Chef Take at a lot, home. Got it as well. Take a lot, The Loot, Woolworths, Wordsworth, Are you going to write books. another book? Yes, I've just signed for the Yay, second book. Yeah, I'm so excited. The second book is, is going is to be publishing January 2021. Um, I'm going to spend the next uh, year and a half making it. I'm not rushing the one because this one's going to be it's going to be big even bigger than whole which wow. is quite a lot to top um but yeah it's it's the podcast is going to be a continuation from whole because as a holistic health coach we look at your i look at your entire life the yes. whole picture oh, so and excited. i want to i'm going to be in, interviewing people that are thought leaders and they feel that view things differently and have succeeded and have really truly something to say from the aspect of the, the, they're doing something magical. Yes. They, they're really making a difference. And, yeah, you know, my first my first person that I've lined up for the podcast is actually, um, she's got a three-hour, 100 yoga teacher qualification. She does pranayama breath work. She's been moving overseas for, um, around overseas, uh, traveling for the last 12 years. I would really love your Reiki person to be on there. Yeah, she does. She's a Reiki master. Okay, she, amazing. She does huge energetic work and also actually a chef. And um, we're hosting a retreat together at the end of November in wow, Bali. Wow, I'm coming. Yes, I know her. What's her name? Uh, Giselle. Yes, we met the other day. No. Okay, we'll take this conversation off here. Guys, we, thank, we you so, thank you so much for listening to this. Melissa, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having Everyone, me. Everyone, please follow Melissa at Truffle Journey and go out and get her book, Whole Bowl Food for Balance. Um, it's amazing and it will change your life. So we'll take a few questions on info at bakedonline.co.za and you can send Melissa any questions on her Instagram. Yeah, reach you, out to me, make it a conversation. What's your blog as well? So the blog's the Truffle Journal. Um, I must say I'm most active on Instagram, on Instagram at the so moment. So they can go to yeah. Instagram and, and connect with you so there. Yeah, send me questions, ask me questions. I'd love to, to hear what's happening out there in the world and share my two cents. Amazing. Thank you so much. This is a POC podcast production. 